This is how to trade crypto and stocks. If you use these techniques, it will make you a much better investor. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of The Bean Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to teach you how to trade crypto and stocks. Using technical analysis, in addition to the macros, you can become a really successful trader or investor and grow your wealth. So let's get right into it. We're talking about technical analysis today. This is, you know, when you go on Twitter and you see people drawing these magic lines everywhere that the charts are bouncing off of or going against. And if you don't know anything about it, it can look really, really crazy. But we're going to make this very, very simple for you so you can understand the basic concepts of how these lines on the charts work, which is called technical analysis. That's right. So if you're listening on Spotify, this might sound a little bit confusing. So this might be one of the few episodes where we suggest, hey, maybe checking out the YouTube channel and watching. But we will try to do our best uh, to any of the Spotify listeners about what we're trying to explain yeah, here. We're going to paint the picture. Yeah, right? we're going to try painting pictures for you. And again, this is very basic stuff. Um, you know, this is something that everybody can use. And it's just going to help you determine when's a better... So we're not we're not day traders here, right? And at Beanstalk, we're not the type of people who are, you know, saying buy today, sell tomorrow. We are really trying to help you guys identify projects and early stage gems to invest for the long term. But if you use these techniques, you can choose better points in time to maybe put some money into the into the into yeah. the project reducing your risk and increasing your reward exactly we're, we're making we're going to form a very simple guide for making entries and exits into positions and this works both on long time frames like over over a year or can even even boil down to you know a daily time frame or or an hourly time frame and we'll get into that kind of stuff but basically what we're doing here is studying market patterns and drawing lines and it kind of shows you not only the psychological aspect of what's happening in the markets, but can show you the supply and demand of what certain equities or, or cryptos or stocks, where they're going to bounce and where they're going to go up, right? And nothing's guaranteed. But by using these things, you can make much higher probability win rate trades. That's right. And that's what's so great about what we do here is we like to use the, the technical analysis, but also introduce macro environment. What's happening outside of just the TA to help bring you guys the most educated decisions possible. So make sure you guys smash the like and subscribe button. It would help us a lot. So the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, you pull up the chart as a, as you know, someone new to investing timeframes, you know, you can, you can look at crypto over the past year and you can go into the monthly timeframe. So every candlestick you'll see in the chart is a month. So there's say there's 12 candlesticks, you know, that's a very broad time frame. And in general, for patterns, the higher the time frame, the more strong a pattern is because it has that much more data to collect, right? But then you can go weekly time frame. So every candlestick is one week. You can even go down to daily, hourly, seconds, 15 minutes, yeah. one minute. But again, if you go down to these 15 minute charts and what that is means is every bar on the chart is 15 minutes. 
because there's so low amount of data, the patterns that might exhibit themselves don't really hold weight. So we'd recommend, especially for people that are new to it, stick to the higher time frame chart analysis. A daily is like minimum daily, right? Yeah. Like daily is is a great one because the patterns that can be displayed there are more likely to play out than the shorter time frame ones. Yeah. I I really like using the four hour to like zoom in a little bit to kind of see what's happening within the daily, but then going to the daily and then maybe stretching out to the weekly and et cetera. For sure. So, okay. You figured out your time frames Now you're looking at, for, for example, let's just say you're looking at the daily time frame of Bitcoin Yeah. and you know, you've got a month worth of data there. So you've got 30 candlesticks. It's, it's you know, your month worth of daily candles. What you want to start looking at is drawing trend lines, right? Right. So you would, you could have some horizontal trend lines or you can have some diagonal trend lines and these are acting as support and resistance. So what you'll see is you'll see these candlesticks and these bars that we're talking about, they might bounce off of these trend lines multiple times over a period of, or over a period of time. Over a long period of time, right? And that's starting to show you like, hey, if it keeps bouncing off of, you know, 15,000, for example, that's, that's some data there that I can use to, depending on which side of the line you're on, to either don't buy there or dollar cost average there. Right. So these these act as, these are price levels that act as barriers. They can either support the trend or they are resistance of the trend. Yeah. So one thing you could do is, is just like Josh said, you could look at the Bitcoin chart right now, where we're at currently at the time of recording. 25,000 has been a, the 24 to 25,000 area as a horizontal price line has been resistance now for a while. So every time Bitcoin gets up into that 24, 25K area, it's either bouncing off of it, so going back down. And we just saw that again last week. It went up to about 25.2 and bounced down. Now that's a great example of a horizontal line, which only takes price into account. Right. Now when you're drawing trend lines, this is a very important one. Diagonal lines hold much more weight than horizontal lines because not only do they do they take into account price, but they take into account time. time. Yeah. So you're taking two factors into an equation rather than one. So when you draw diagonal trend lines, so say Bitcoin is going up and it keeps bouncing off of what seems to be, for example, a 45 degree line. So it's going up and then it's bouncing off it, then it goes up and then it bounces off it. Then you've identified a diagonal trend line, which is taking into account the rising price of Bitcoin over whatever time frame you're looking at those ones become very powerful as well. That's right. So then we can start maybe identifying some patterns, you know, and, and some of the ones I see and have the most value to me are the double tops and double bottoms. So you can think of like a double top as an M shape. So it comes up, bounces off resistance, comes back down, comes back up again. And once it meets that same area of resistance again, there's a high likelihood based off statistics that it's going to come back down. And then it depends on if it breaks uh, the neckline and all these other factors. But seeing it touch a point two, three times says a lot. A double bottom, it'll happen in the opposite direction. So it's coming down like a W, bouncing off of support, coming back up, retesting the support. And then that's a high, there's a higher probability that after that second bounce, you'll start to see it come up making that W shape. For sure. And, you know, we're going to be talking about a few of these patterns on this, sh- on this episode, and we're going to do our best to bring the patterns and the charts up on the screen. But even if you are listening on Spotify 
or this seems confusing, you can always Google stock market patterns. There's these great image sheets that you can print out or just save on your computer. Have a look at them and you can follow along with the episode. Yeah. One thing I want to quickly just run back to when I was talking about um, diagonal lines, it's kind of been become one of my favorite things to do drawing on charts is if you identify a parallel line that is say acting as support, which means the price is bouncing off of it, you can draw what's called a parallel channel. So take that diagonal line and then you duplicate it and you draw a channel and you, because prices of assets, stocks or crypto tend to play out in channels. So it's a, it's, it's, you know, it's got upwards momentum. So it's rising in a channel and you can place two diagonal lines, one at the top of where the price is bouncing down from and one at the bottom where it's bouncing off of. And that's what's called a parallel channel. And I think it's one of the most powerful things when doing high level analysis of cryptos and stocks is just draw those parallel channels on your charts and keep them there because it'll give you a good idea of when things are starting to break down or break out. And I, I put these parallel channels on all my charts and I've been doing it for the past few months and I think it's completely changed the way that I view prices now. Yeah, and the great thing about that is you can you can put this parallel channel in and then save it. Like you don't, just keep it there, right? Yep. And the one that we've been kind of using for a longer period of time now is um, that like that bear flag channel that looks like we've been in for ages and it's been bouncing in between and literally once it gets to the top of that line, bounces right back down. Mm -hmm. Once it gets to the bottom resistance or sorry, support, bounces right back up. And it's yep. been, it's been in this channel for 60 days. Yeah. So if we've used that for the entire period of time, you know, you can really make some accurate decisions on when to maybe put some money in or maybe sell if you're deciding to swing trade. 100%. These, these parallel channels really hold a lot of weight. And one of the better trades that, and I don't take a lot of like shorter term trades, but one of the better trades I did make was in June when I shorted the entire crypto market at around 32K. And the reason I did that is because I had a parallel ch channel drawn from the previous drop from 48K to the 30s. And it was the same thing. It was in this parallel channel bear flag for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, I started, started to see it break down. And funnily enough, that coincided with the higher than uh, expected inflation reading. And I saw at that point, we're at the bottom of the parallel channel. Inflation's higher than expected. I went full short on the market and it broke right down out of that channel. It retested the channel, which is exactly what you want to do with a lot of these things. And it nuked. So from that, from that day on, I was like, all right, parallel channels is I'm drawing these everywhere. And so yeah. I'd highly recommend experimenting with the parallel channels. Absolutely. So within the parallel channels, you can start to look at, you know, what, the, what are the candlesticks actually doing? You know, I found these to be really helpful. I've been posting these all over my Twitter account. And I'm, every time I see these wicks, I'm like, okay, you can really start to see what's happening here. You can tell if market uh, makers are starting to increase their long positions, in, increase their short positions. They're, you know, they're taking liquidity of the market. So you can, with a candlestick wick, you can see the where where it opened, where it closed, the high and the low for a specified time frame. So explain a little bit more about like the wick. So you're looking at a chart. So you have a, so you have your candle, right? And, you know, we'll try to bring these stuff on the YouTube. Yep. So you have like your candle, you have where it started, uh, where it ended, but then you have the, the price and how it moves throughout that specific. So let's say you have it on the daily. You can see it moving on either side. So if you have a candle like this and it finishes down here with a strong wick at the top, yep. you can see there's a ton of downward pressure on the price. Right. So if that's happening at the top of uh, a channel, 
you know, where the resistance is. And then all of a sudden you get the second one occurring, the second daily candle, and you see the exact same strong big wick at the top of the candle at resistance. You're seeing more downward pressure again. Yep. So it's putting it all together and kind of figuring out, all right, look, I think we're going to start to see, see some additional downward pressure on the price. Now might be a good time to either exit my position or short. And you can see that candle candlestick wick theory playing out again during this massive bear flag we've been in over the last two months on the daily time frame, especially you can see as soon as those wicks start building up on top, it goes down. And then again, it gets, gets to that support. So you're seeing not only the candlestick theory, but also the parallel channel and the bear flags. You have a pattern, the channels and the candlesticks all converging to give you three sets of confluence. <laughs> And when you study these patterns and all these different things that we're going to talk about today on their own, they may play out or they may not. They, some of them have different probabilities than others, but when you see three, two or three or four patterns all coming together to point into one thing, the probability of that playing out becomes a lot higher. So it's important to understand a few of the different things. And then when you you look at the charts and you say, that's this, this, and this, and it's, it's pointing that it's going to go up. Well, maybe it's a higher probability trade there. Exactly. So we talked about the support and resistance. You know, we mentioned, you know, some double tops and bottoms in the candlestick wick. So, you know, if we have a double top at the top, so we have that M shape comes up, touches, see some wicks, see those those red candles with some big downward pressure and sell, selling pressure at resistance. It forms a double top, like an M shape, pushes the price back down. So you have the wick combining with the double top at the top of resistance. resistance. It's like, okay, there's a higher probability than not that this price is going to come back down. Yeah. I just had a realization. I'm like, some people are going to listen know, to this I episode so and they're like, what are these motherfuckers <laughs> talking about? But you know, it's, it can, we're trying to help here. We're trying to help and it can sound complicated, but if you need to listen to this episode multiple times with the patterns beside you there, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of patterns too, right? There's the rising wedges, bear flags, bull flags, yeah. right? All the stuff that you hear about. So I think it's important to touch on a few of those, yeah. especially one of the most common patterns, easy to spot, and is fairly uh, you know good probability trade is the bull flag or the bear flag. So a bull flag or bear flag is if you think of a flagpole, you know the Canadian flag or the American flag. If it's a bull flag, you're going to see a huge spike up, which is the pole, and then the actual flag part is going to be price consolidation at the top of a big green candle, and typically that's a continuation pattern. So if you see a huge spike up and then price kind of chopping, forming a flag pattern or a pennant at the end of that pennant or flag, price will continue up. And on the flip side, if you've seen a big red candle down and you see consolidation like we've seen for the last two months, typically, more often than not, no guarantee, when that pattern breaks down or plays out, it will continue to the downside. Yeah. No guarantees. Right. And these patterns play out on different time frames. So at the start of the episode, we talked about the the hourly time frame, the daily time frame, the weekly. You can have bull flags that will play out on an hourly time frame, and they might not be as accurate. But if you see a bull flag playing out on the daily or weekly time frame, that's when you really have to take notice. That's right. So that you also have descending triangles, ascending triangles. There's all these different patterns that kind of play out. So it's just really putting it all together, maybe looking at the volume and RSI, some other <clears throat> relative strength in index. You know, there's the MACD. So there's all these other ideas that you can kind of piece together. But I think if you just stick to 
you know, two or, sorry, let's say three, and then use that in, in conjunction with what's going on in the macros. So for example, to your, to what you said earlier, we were in a bear flag. It was demonstrating that it was, you know, you probably looked at the candlestick wicks and saw where the, the, the pressure was coming from, whether it's uh, sell or buy, but you also included into the, into the equation, the CPI inflation data as well. So TA is not going to be everything. You also do need to kind of understand what's going on outside of the chart itself, but yeah. putting it all together is... Absolutely. And, you know, if you've been following along, following us for the past year and a half, you've been in the Discord for a while, you know that we're not technical analysts. At heart, you know, Josh and I are, we're great at finding hidden gems. We're great at researching projects, you know, studying the macro. The psychology of it all. Psychology, exactly. And this is something that we've kind of more recently been looking into, say, over the past three to six months. It's just adding another, you know, tool to our belt. Because if you're good at finding, uh, you know, excellent projects with good, pros- uh, good, you know, futures, you know what's going on in the macro, and then you can add some analysis of the charts, then you're kind of a triple threat in terms of making you know, good investment decisions. So if, if you're new to the game, don't rush into this. Don't try to learn all this right away from the episode, but it's something to keep in mind. You know what I mean? Like, for example, when I pull up a chart on TradingView, which is the software that I use, I'm looking for those parallel channels right away, whether it be on the daily or four hour or one hour time frame. If I can identify that parallel channel for Bitcoin or whatever it is, it makes me a lot more comfortable looking at the price action, seeing where we're at and if we're more likely to break up or break down. And then within that channel, I'm looking for a few of these patterns that I like to trade, whether it be a bull or bear flag or a head and shoulders or whatever it is, you know? So focus on a few things and make them your own and it can improve your investing a lot. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I that I think that's what can make us even more, uh, more powerful than we're already becoming in terms of our research abilities because we sure as hell know how to find hidden gems. When you can start to factor in this to your investing ability, plus the dollar cost averaging, plus all the macros, plus everything else that we like to do here, I think this can really make all of us more successful traders and investors. 100%. If you want to learn more about technical analysis, uh, a great place to go is our Discord. We're probably going to be doing more episodes covering this, so make sure to like, hit that subscribe button. And tune into the next episode. Ooh, that one's going to be a banger. views expressed by speakers on the bean pod are solely their opinions you should not treat any opinion expressed on the bean pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy but only as an expression of their opinion this podcast is for informational purposes only